Okay, thank you, Zach, for agreeing to do this interview. I am so excited that you are here. You are a longtime friend of Compassion Connection. And please introduce yourself. What do you do? Why are you here? Who are you? <laughs> so many questions, but Let's see. Yeah. Um, my name is Zach Nielsen. I am married to Kim. And we have four great children, Taylor, Autumn, Emery, and Maya. And um, I'm a pastor in the United States, in the state of Wisconsin, the city of Madison. And we love Madison, and we've been there for almost 12 years now. Wow, that's amazing. And mm -hmm. how did you get to know Compassion Connection? We were looking for a place that we could serve in missions. Um, and I just got to know different opportunities within the Acts 29 network and just asking questions and narrowing down different choices that we might have. And I just remember um, I really clicked with Steve um, mm -hmm. and we got on a, um, a Skype phone call and his vision and our vision just really seemed to align. And um, I knew that this was probably going to be a great place for us. Now you have been here in Ecuador how many times? Oh my, 10 times or more, probably more than that, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, I remember I met you about five years ago and you spoke like little, just a few words. But you could Spanish. tell there was a lot of potential, right? There was a lot of potential. <laughs> you know, I am, I am surprised. I'm like, wow, all my hopes were true. See, I have, um, I have, uh, yeah, I did not dash all of your hopes against the rocks no. for, my, for my language learning. What was the, the motivation for you to learn Spanish? Because you know well, French. The motivation is relationships. I, I'm just invigorated by being able to climb into somebody else's world by speaking their language. And I don't really know why exactly. I just really, really enjoy it. I feel like it comes kind of natural to me. Um, it, I, I think I learn it pretty quickly. And I have seen you build relationships here with mm -hmm. many people, even with your broken... Kindergarten level Spanish. <laughs> and with a lot of questions that you ask uh -huh. as you speak. And I think that Tengo is... Tengo que pre preguntar mucho. Sí, sí. sí. Pero entiendes mucho. You understand sí, a lot. Sí, sí. Yeah, and I think that is something that uh, brings a lot of proximity to one another. Why do you think it is important to build relationships with other cultures, with other programs that are teaching the scripture? I mean, what I say to the church all the time is it's really good for us to travel the world if we're able. Um, that's a, uh, uh, being able to travel the world is a privilege. Mm -hmm. And so we need to recognize that. So if you're able to travel, um, it's just such a great reminder. It's a great theological reminder that God is a God of the nations. And we say yes to that. And we nod our head yes to that when, mm. when our pastors teach that from the Bible. But when you experience that by sitting across the table from someone from a completely different cultural world than you, um, you, you feel that truth deeper. Um, and so it just, it just really um, helps you remember that God is a big God and he truly is a God of the nations. And it also, I think, helps relativize our problems in mm -hmm. the United States. Um, 
and, and getting out of our own context really helps us to, to see clearly that um, some of our problems um, are really bad. Some of them um, aren't quite as bad um, because mm-hmm. you see other places that have it way, yeah. way worse. And so it can, I think it can make you more thankful, mm-hmm. which is really good. Obviously, that's something that's emphasized in the Bible a lot is thankfulness. And um, yeah, it's just invigorating to, to, to learn from other people that, that do things um, sometimes very similarly as us and, and other times very differently than us. It's good for our humility. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, as Americans, we could be very ethnocentric. Mm-hmm. And I sense the darkness of that even in my own heart. Um, and so getting outside of the United States really um, helps humble you and um, yeah, put the, putting pride uh, aside. You guys, Divine Church and your vision does that practically. Mm-hmm. And not only bringing or sending teams mm-hmm. uh, to Ecuador for a partnership with another local church here, right. but also you have sent to of your closest friends and servants in the church, mm-hmm. which now are the CC directors here, Justin and Laurel. How was that for you and how was that for the church? Well, it was hard for my wife and I personally because you know we miss them as our friends. Um, but as a church, there was there's no hesitation because from day one, we've always desired to be a church that um, sends people for the sake of Uh, the expansion of the kingdom mm-hmm. in the world. And it's, you know, after doing that for almost 12 years now, the more you do it, the more you see God provide. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if, you, if you're not greedy with your people, but if you're generous with your people, yes. um, God just in his mercy um, and his provision, he always provides. And so the longer I do this, the, the less I hesitate if someone wants to, You know, it's called somewhere. Like I've seen God provide so many times. Um, like how dare I like be greedy with, with people? You know, first of all, I mean, theologically, they're not my people yes. anyway. But experientially, when you see God provide over and over and over again, it's super encouraging and it just decreases your fear that like, well, if we send some people away, our church is going to be, you know, it's going to fall apart, you know, yeah. but that's just not true. Mm-hmm. And God always provides. In that, there is a process, a process mm. of grieving, a process of sending. For sure. What do you think are essentials for all this process of grieving them, sending them? First, it's, you know, obviously knowing your Bible and knowing the promises of God that we're free to not hoard our people or try to keep people. Because um, usually that's a, that's a reflection of a heart um, that's insecure, um, a heart that is prideful in a heart that potentially um, ministry is more about um, the pastor than the glory of God. Mm-hmm. So it needs to start with the leadership. But I think you definitely want to make sure the people you're sending um, are, are proven in their faithfulness. There is a um, embarrassment of riches, uh, what we say in the United States, uh, when it comes to people that are able to serve well in the local church in the United States. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we need to um, be willing to be more generous for the sake of the nations. We don't want to just send anyone, though. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to send people um, that are qualified and that have a proven track record of being faithful in the little things and then being entrusted 
to, to be faithful in more significant things. And so we don't want to be in a hurry, but we also don't want to fearfully go too slow. Yeah. You know, it's like Paul talking about raising up elders. He says, don't be hasty in the laying on of your of hands. But at the same time, he tells Titus, like, you need to appoint elders, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a there's a fine line there. And the, the Holy Spirit occupies that pace, that place um, of of when someone is ready to be sent. But obviously you want people with high character. You want people that have a track record of perseverance. Mm-hmm. You want people who um, have the humility to to um, be learners, um, especially people that are okay with the um, ups and downs, navigating the ups and downs of living in a culture that is, that's, that's foreign to them. Um, I think in some ways that might be a gifting um, or a certain personality yeah. that, that can navigate that well, you know. Um, and I think ultimately anything in ministry, it's, it's humility all the way down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's humility every step of the way. Um, for anybody in, I mean, for any Christian, um, but uh, especially for those that are going to be leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, as you have sent Justin and Laurel and also other people mm-hmm. in your ministry, like what would you say are some uh, basic things and good things that you do with other people that are far away? They're not, you know, you don't see them every Sunday, you right. don't send them through the week. We just send them piles of cash. <laughs> That's yeah. the most important thing, you know. No. <laughs> An incentive. Incentive <laughs> checks. No, I, I wish we could do that. Um, but no, th- seriously, that is part of it. We, of course, we do financially support. Mm-hmm. Um, the catchphrase we always use is relationship, relationships and resources always go together. Mm. Um, and so because of our relationship with them, you know, we, we joyfully support them financially. Um, but, you know... I think the most important thing is that people that are sent um, feel like they haven't been forgotten. Yeah. And so, again, being intentional um, to maintain a relationship. Um, and every person's going to be different in terms of their desires and needs. And so we, we want to tailor it to how they define it mm. in terms of what's best for them and how do they feel most love and what would they like. Um, but it's all about intentional communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I think it's all about communicating to them and as, hopefully as many ways as possible that, um, we value what they're doing. And so lots of creative ways to do that, but, um, we, we definitely want them to feel like they're not by themselves, that they're not all alone, that they have people that are praying for them, that people that um, are walking with them. Um, people that are available to them, you know, th- I mean, that's the cool thing about technology these days, yes, you know, yes, like, gonna say that. like a hundred years ago or 150 years ago, you know, missionaries got on a boat and that's, and it. Th- that's it. They take their coffin with them and yeah. see ya. And, um, and now it's just different, you know, especially, mm-hmm. you know, with technology, maintaining relationships is so much easier. So I think that's the essence of it, you know, yeah. um, com- it, structuring your care for them through intentional communication um how are you doing what's going well what's not going well you know what do you need um when can we come see you uh how can we support you um what 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 are your burdens how can we help bear them you know just um it's it's normal christianity in the church it should be but you have to be more intentional people that are thousands of miles away yes 
Yeah, and thank you for sharing with me and thank you for sending your people, sending your teams and also coming yourself to teach at the trainings. Yes, it's and, it's an absolute joy. Yeah, and you know that most people know you as Pastor Sack. <laughs> Do they say it like that? Well, I think so. <laughs> I don't know, but Pastor Sack. <laughs> and seeing you like talking to them in the tables, having lunch with them and yeah. creating relationships it has been a joy. So, but and, let's talk about you. No, no, no that's no, it. <laughs> They, about you? No, I don't want to um, talk about me, Zach. We can switch to Spanish. <laughs> no, it's almost 20 minutes, That's Zach. okay. The, people on the internet love to listen. I have a question But, for you. Okay. Um, what do you feel like is um, some of your hopes and dreams for <laughs> Compassion Connection Yay! in the next few years? Wow, that's a big question. That's a big question. I, I don't know how Well, to what's do. the first thing that comes to mind? Or my hopes and dreams for compassion connection. A hope or a dream. A hope. Let's That's just make it more simple. Yeah. I wanted to be more fruitful. And that does not uh, like only or just mean that we get to more people, but also that we get to grow um, as an organization that portrays Christ in every single area. See. And that also shows Christ to, mm -hmm. to other people as We create relationships yeah. as we open this place right. for um, churches and for retreats. We are going to have a women's retreat, and that's very exciting. Con mi esposa bonita. Con tu esposa, with <laughs> your wife. Yeah. Ella es muy simpática. Yeah, yeah. She is um, hermosa. <laughs> Linda. Lindísima. Sí, beautiful. elegante. <laughs> you love your wife very much. I love her too. Sí, I love her. Sí. No, I'm excited for your conference. That's going to be really cool. Yes. And and I think that is one of my like hope, one of the main hopes and dreams that this place grows in um, loving Christ and loving others practically. Yeah. Being welcome, like not only for pastoral trainings, which is great. Yes. Or for teens. Yes. But also for for people here as yes. well and churches here. Yeah. What do you feel like are the main um, needs of? Ecuadorian Christians that might be unique about the Christian context here? Like a lack of resources, it's one of them. Because they're in English, like there are a lot of resources for churches and for Christians and a lot of authors too. I think the States has um, many ways to publish that and to like distribute that. So But you can't he, just go on Amazon.com and get books? No, no, here we don't. We you don't. Can. You can't. Well, you can. Well, we don't have a... So Americans, we probably take that for granted. Yes, for sure. Because here is like, you have just in a specific kind of material. And now there are many people that have seen that and that they have translated the resources into yeah. Spanish. But we still have a lot to do. Yeah. And I think that is one of the things. Also, like... The culture here is different. Here mm -hmm. is very relational. Yes. And I think it is very entangled with faith, too. Mm. Um, yeah, and one of the biggest things is that as it grows in relationships, sometimes it does not grow in Christ-likeness or godliness because of the lack of resources or the lack of training or the lack of like a good sound doctrine. Here mm. is Catholicism or charismatic prosperity gospel are the top religions or the top movements. Sure. So I think those are 
great needs mm -hmm. that can shape the way that we approach to the scripture, to relationships, and to a knowledge about who God is and the church is. So, yeah. So would you say that a lot of the students in the uh, trainings here like to see someone like open up the Bible and like go verse by verse mm -hmm. through something. Is that something that would be unique for them? Yeah, for sure. Like usually it's taken for granted that, yeah, what the preacher is saying that is in the Bible mm -hmm. and that it's where it comes a lot of um, bad doctrine and bad sure. theology. And like just the other day I was talking to someone and a very small little thing that she said was like the fruits of the spirit. Right. And that is something that it cannot be very deep, but it's just only one fruit. If you read the Bible, it's right. one fruit with different parts. Right, right, But right, that right. knowledge of hers made her thought that, well, it's like you can acquire them mm. as different pieces or possessions for your own use. Okay. And then you see in, in Galatians that it's more like the Spirit produces them because right. you also work in your sanctification, but the Spirit is the one that like empowers them. Mm -hmm, exactly. So I think, yeah, uh, a theology, the theology here is not very biblical. Mm. It's more of I heard that this pastor said and this pastor heard from another pastor and it's not like the Bereans that they right. go and check their Bible. So They're reading the Bible for reading themselves. The Bible. Did you say that in the in the right now in this one of the sessions? I don't think so. Maybe Jonathan Maybe Jonathan, Jonathan, did, Jonathan yeah. the other pastor. Yeah. So I think I think that's the that's how it is here. Thank you for asking me these questions. Sad. Yeah, I mean I could keep going if you yeah, want. Yeah, no, no, I think that's okay. No. <laughs> But it has been a joy, and someone is at the door. Okay. But thank you so much. You can follow us and in our social media. See. Compassion Connection. See. Uh, Compassion Connection on Instagram, Ecuador CC on Facebook. Follow the Vine. And thank you. Okay. Hasta pronto. Hasta pronto. <laughs>